0: Ring, ring. Welcome to Phone a Friend Voice Memos. I'm one of your hosts, Meg Roko, and while you all patiently wait for Season 2 of Phone a Friend, Hope and I want to share some of our extras, some of our behind-the-scenes, some of our material that we've squirreled away these past few months while recording Season 1. We have over 10 hours of unheard audio, and we're sharing some, but not all, because that would be completely insane of that audio with you in this final voice memos episode before season two we're hitting a lot of stops we're talking magicians our gripes with manhattanites because yes we do have them and our favorite types of interview questions we hope you like it but if you don't that's okay no pressure stick around with us shoot the ship be merry giggle even and thanks For tuning into our voice memo. Oh, someone calling me. That's
1: a magician who I told I would maybe help on Saturday night. And then I said, I can't I have to ask. Oh, fuck off. Now I'm anxious. Have you slept with this? No. (laughs) (laughs) I would never sleep with a magician. Can I uh, have you slept with a magician? So no, but here's what I will say. This was kind of my darkest hour Uh in college. I had a crush on this boy who Uh was on one of the improv teams. And one night we were at an after party of one of the improv shows. Okay.
0: And he did magic basically at me. He did card tricks at me for about 30 to 45 minutes. Were,
1: were they at all impressive? They kind of were. Were you okay? Like, did you get butterflies? I was a little bit like, oh, my God, is he in love with me? The only thing that gives magicians a leg up Mm -hmm. in my mind is Mm -hmm. that Steve Martin started as a magician. So there you go and he was like <laughs> he was an <laughs> upset uh, so yeah so an upset so actually this guy I should have yeah. so slept with him he because has a beautiful mistake. gorgeous
0: girlfriend now who i'm also friends with love so, that for them. you know
1: what it wasn't meant to be love that for them but cut to me sophomore year of college being like oh my god do that trick again how'd you do that no I've never flirted over card tricks before, and no one should. Yeah, I just don't really know if that's... That was, like, embarrassing. I don't know if that's in the cards for me. Okay, zing. <laughs> okay, zing pop. But anyways, anyways I so told this met- magician I was going to help him with his show on Saturday. Yeah. And then I remembered that I, I said I would volunteer for the Brooklyn Folk Festival. Yes. Yeah. and I think you should stick with that. And I sent this text that was like, I'm so sorry. I forgot I needed to volunteer. Do you need me to help you find a replacement? And then he responded and I did not respond. And I don't even know what he said in his response. And now he's cold calling me. At one o'clock on a Friday. Don't cold call me. Don't cold call me. Do not cold call me. No. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Do not cold call me. The only people I'm cold calling are like you. Yeah. Yeah my like my other close friends yeah and like my sister even my sister i say want to call and not always yeah but it's like you need to shoot me a text yeah 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 hey are you free to chat right hey can i get on a quick call with you yeah can you if you you even do that to me sometimes you say free to hop on a quick call exactly yeah okay have you ever been dating someone that cold facetimes you no freaks so what i will say one time i matched with this guy on bumble yeah And we were like going to meet up that night or something. And he was like, before we meet up, can we FaceTime? Okay, which I I know people do this in the dating world. I don't like it. I think it's a no for me as well. I don't like it and I get anxious. I'm like, no, we've already been able to sum each other up. The only time I ever did that with someone over a dating app was like during COVID. Right. So it was like kind of like our first date, whatever. No, right. And that was actually really fun. Totally. Because he was just like a funny, he was a comedian. He was just like a funny guy. Um, Is he anywhere now? i think he still, oh, he's on he's snl a, he, it's pete davidson <laughs> it's pete, it's pete da- anytime i mention a comedian i've gone on a date with it's, it's always pete davidson, pete davidson. <laughs> he circles back i love that bit for us he loves love that to bit circle. Us. he loves to Weirdly, circle back i've had all these run-ins with, with pete, pete davidson, davidson. <laughs> the man is obsessed speaking with with of, me. <laughs> i'm going to staten island on monday do you think you'll see him well this is what i have to do in staten island for pete I have so many updates for you. You're peep watching. Well, (laughs) so, you know, with everything that's going on in the world right now. Yes. I, I, I obviously think there's a small power in uh, the online sharing infographics. Yes. I think it's important to share. Mm -hmm. But I was like, okay, I don't want to just be sharing things to my story. Mm -hmm. What can I do? So I Google, um, like volunteer, NYC like refugee blah 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 like, ah. to see if there's anything I yeah. can do to be helpful to like the refugee populations in the city yeah and um I applied and I'm um, got a little training session next week so I'm excited I don't really know what the fuck I'm gonna do that's but amazing that's something and then yeah. I was like okay I need to like volunteer more because you know yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I freelance <laughs> I'm a freelancer. Okay. Whatever that means. And <laughs> I'm like, I need to be doing something to give back. Like mm. what the fuck? I hate that my life is all about me. Mm, I see. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that in New York city, you can exist in a bubble and yeah. never ever have to take care of anyone yeah. or live outside of yourself. So I was like, totally. fuck this. So I was like volunteer opportunities, New York. And then it was like <laughs> the library. And I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> love i was like i fuck with the library books a hundred percent so so they've got these surveys that they're giving out right now to check and see what people what resources people need from the library and they need people to volunteer to give the survey to essentially ask people so i'm thinking Uh. i have to stand outside of the library and ask people what they want from library services and library services and stuff like that see I don't really know. But they were like, "Okay, we have slots in Brooklyn, Manhattan and Staten Island. Let us know what you prefer. Let us know. Blah, blah, blah. You chose Staten Island. Well, no. I was going to say. I said, put me wherever. Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. And they said, great. You're the single person who didn't adamantly say, don't fucking send me to Staten Island. Please, please, please. For the love of God. No, I said put me wherever because I thought. No, <laughs> no. I also kind of thought like uh, God or whatever would be on my side, <laughs> be like oh. you had like trust in the universe, yeah. and like faith and optimism. Yeah, so I was like. Surely to God, they're not going to st- send me to Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> I get this email the other day that's like, oh, hey, here are the shifts that you can sign up for in Staten Island. So I'm like, no. whatever. I'm kind of excited, though. You know what? Make a day of it. Why yeah, not? that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm like, there's a... Take the ferry. Yeah, I cool. know. Well, I, I don't know if I can take the ferry. I do know it's going to take me about two hours to get there. Perfect. And <laughs> I'm excited to see a part of the city that I've never seen before. I've only driven through Staten Island. And what was your take? Any takes? Any um, hot takes? Um... gray love yeah oh kind of seattle gray (laughs) kind of like kind Um, of like twilight gray a little dirtier (laughs) it's not like la push it's like I want to leave here. No, I know. <laughs> so I was at this party the other day in Manhattan yeah. at that one bar, that infamous bar that I have a deep Nicholas rela- Bronze bar <laughs> that I've got a relationship with that's problematic. <laughs> and I'm talking to this woman. I'm trying to make small talk. I just, I just, I'm sorry. I immediately just like got this got this image in my head of like Nicholas Bronze in like a boardroom being like, "What if there was a bar?" <laughs> Right. Had the worst vibes in the world no <laughs> well here's the thing i walked into the bar last time i was at this bar i walked in and it was so dark it was so dark oh, it was no. like hollister
0: dark yeah it was like
1: i can't really see yeah this time hollister dark this is crazy. time way too bright way too bright like, and I'm I the like, lighting come rate. on yeah so i walk in and i'm like trying to feel like i belong i'm trying to feel like i was supposed to be there mm-hmm. and i'm making small talk with this woman beautiful woman okay stunning a little bit like a little bit like should we kiss uh, I'm just <laughs> like i'm just like a little bit like i'm nervous yeah like looking into her beautiful eyes yeah looking at her clear clear skin oh yeah i'm like oh that is like wealthy skin yeah 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 that is like rich like she's skin. got the tatcha water cream exactly yeah. and has her yeah. whole life yes yes and so but i'm talking to her and of course i let it slip i'm always oversharing i'm like i'm going to staten island on monday and she literally looks sick no (laughs) she was like why oh and i was like i'm volunteering with the library oh and i'm like she's so not into this no she's like you'll meet a lot of characters and i was like oh yeah oh i'm excited about that oh because here's my thing yeah and here's why i don't vibe with like the manhattan night so much Mm mm-hmm the reason why I don't vibe so much with the uh, Manhattanite who grew up on the Upper East Side and is now living in Fidei and was actually born in Chelsea. But la, la, la,
0: sure, la, yeah. Is
1: I like normal as fuck people. Yeah. I like people who are just normal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they really don't fuck with people who are just normal. No. And I love it. Yeah. I'm like, I can't wait to meet these weirdos. Right. I feel like sometimes when people grew up in New York and stay in New York... And I'm talking specifically Manhattan. Yeah. Because I
0: know like one of my best friends grew up in Queens. Yeah. I know people who've grown up in Staten Island and still live there and whatever. But it's like something about Manhattan specifically. No. It's like a little worm that gets into their brain. No, I know. And they think that it's like the center of the world. No, I know.
1: I went on a date with this girl once who like grew Mm up. (laughs) Cute. It wasn't that cute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> was, okay, so what happened? Uh, it was not. She was a Manhattan
1: girlie? She grew up in like Greenwich. And okay. she also called her parents by their first names. Okay. She was like, yeah, when I was hanging out with Ben. And I was like, wait, uh-uh. who's Ben? She was like, oh, that's my dad. My father. And I was like, what? Keep up, bitch. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, sorry? And he said, when did you start calling him by his given Yeah, his legal, his name. legal name. Yeah.
0: She was a very perplexing person, uh-huh. and it was the same kind of vibe where it was like, I grew up here, so I know everything about the world. And I think that that's so something that nights get wrong. It makes me, it makes me insane. Because ultimately, like, you're still a townie. Yeah.
1: Yes, dude. Yes, dude. You know what yes. I mean? Yes, because I literally had that realization, like, a couple months into living here. As so I was yeah. like, oh... Everybody who grew up in New York and stayed in New York is just like everybody from my hometown that yes. grew up there and stayed there. Yes. Like this is safe for you. It's the same like, thing. I'm the one who's out on a limb. Right. I'm the one who's creating like new f- connections. Right. And like finding my people right and like stepping out of the box. I'm like, you're not stepping out of the box. Your parents are down the road.
0: Right. And the truth is, is like they're so We're being many brutal people- right now. Well, there are so many I'm people sorry. who grew up in New York and stayed in New York and, like, this is their home, this is their community. Right. They love it here. And right. they like that's that is their home to right. them. Those are not the people I have gripes with. Right? It's the
1: people who grow up here, like you said, Upper East Side, Greenwich, whatever, Greenwich Village, West Village, whatever, and they assume that there's nothing else that they can learn from anywhere else in the world. No, it is actually crazy to me when New Yorkers are like, oh, "Why would I ever live anywhere else?" Yeah, and I'm like, no. Oh. And I'm like,
0: God, I don't feel that way about like Chicago.
1: I didn't grow up in a suburb of Chicago being like it's Chicago or nowhere you know what and I mean no I do know what you mean I just think it's important for everyone to like get out of the place that they grew up in and when I say get out of the place that you grew up in I don't mean studying abroad for a semester with other rich people totally <laughs> yeah You're like, no but I studied abroad for a semester right 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 and I'm right, like, right yeah with other NYU kids yeah <laughs> Well, it's, I feel like it's
0: so much about like the mindset where it's right like, is your mind open to the possibility right. that there are people with value
1: right. outside of the island, literal island right. that you live on. Right. I remember I went to Florida with some girlfriends of mine and uh we were like at this bar mm-hmm. and there were comedians going up and um what they were saying was obviously atrocious because they were men, straight men from sure. the South. Yeah. And most like my f- girlfriend was like, I can't believe that they were saying this. And I was a little bit like <laughs> like fox news is for real right like right. do you know what i mean like yeah like no what you hear about on npr in the new york times whatever if you if, if you even do listen yeah is like for real it's not just like a statistic one time i met this guy and he said to me he's like so how did you not end up like everyone else from the south like you're not ignorant and oh, I was like, you're actually a prick. Uh, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was like, like have oh, you ever we're talking been ignorance? There? Have you looked in the mirror? And also, I'm <laughs> just like, no, because the South is like poor, right, and rural, yeah, and like there are so many people who can't access the things that you can access, like right. have a little. Let's talk about like the systemic empathy. inequalities, yeah, exactly, that are working against many people in the South. And again, it's not everybody. And it's again, like we interact with people who are like a little bit more wealthy, a little bit more Mm -hmm. well off, a little bit more removed Mm -hmm. from like the reality. Yeah. But I like, I want to sometimes look at them in the eyes and be like, this is not reality. What are you doing? This place isn't real. Soho, not a real place. No. Soho, not real. Soho is weird, dude. It's not real. There was
0: another time where I went on a date with another person who Uh had also grown up in in new york had never left new york in his life like grew up in manhattan oh. grew up upper and west just side think about
1: what that does to the psyche well he was one of the worst people i'd ever met <laughs> in my entire life no of, of course he was the guy who told me to picture an apple in my head and then turn it and then i was like okay and then he said you can't what was his point to that there's some like, psychological <laughs> study or something, but he like got it wrong. Like he wasn't smart enough to like talk about it. I'm flipping an apple in my mind's eye right now.
0: Right. And then later and then later I told him that I was from Chicago and he was like, oh, so do you feel like partly responsible for all the segregation?
1: And I was like... What did you say? I was like, yeah, I drew up those red lines myself. You said, what about you, Upper West Side? Yeah. What have you done
0: in your day? Later, I Private learned... Private school boy. I later learned that he worked at his godfather's architecture company, mm. and his dad paid for his apartment. Yeah,
1: well, of course. I met a guy at this party... <laughs> via- of course, <laughs> I met a guy at this party the other cool. day and I sit next to him. I'm like, hey, y'all, I'm just trying to find people to talk to. Mm-hmm. This is a party in Manhattan with la la la. I'm, yeah. at, I'm It's a la 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 party. La la la. So I just find a safe place to sit down. Yeah. Another thing that I've been doing at parties where I feel a little bit on the outs, mm-hmm. I, I decide on standing in one place and then I compliment everyone that walks by. That's perfect. (laughs) And I've said to someone before, I said, hey, if you need another compliment, I'll be right here. I just let people know. I'm like, this is my job for the until I feel comfortable. You you are the bait on the hook. And you're like, I'm just waiting for a fish to snap. Honestly, I just pretend like I'm employed to do that. (laughs) I pretend like I'm being paid to do that. I'm kind of the party complimenter. (laughs) No, it's a self-given title. (laughs) Oh, it's more of a volunteer gig at the no, moment, it's like, but uh, yeah, I did choose this. Yeah, no, it's like yeah. <laughs> so I'm at this party. I'm sitting in one place, and I'm getting to know this guy. And yeah. uh, I'm like, "Where are you from?" He's like, "Upper West Side." Cool. And I'm like, "Oh, like where?" You know, I don't know. We like start talking about school or whatever. Okay. And I go, "Oh, do you go a public school or private school?" Because I always ask. Yeah.
0: And Especially goes, on the East
1: Coast, <laughs> drastically different <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah, and he's from the Upper West Side. Yeah. And he's like what do you think? And I said, Oh, I said, so that answer immediately uh, tells me par- said, private school. What do you think? I think, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so he's like, well, I went to a private school and I'm like, okay, well, what were the vibes? It was a big school, small school, blah, blah, blah. He went to a private school of 40 people in his graduating class. Could you imagine the elitism? Could fucking you imagine kidding. what was it called? What I don't know. I don't know. I didn't ask any more questions. I was just like, okay, I actually don't think I need to know anything else. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I'm actually disgusted by what you just said. He was a really nice guy. Wow. And I do think, like, okay, you know what I know something I've been thinking about recently? Hmm. Is like, I don't really wanna be rich because I don't want to raise a rich kid. Cause I'm like, rich kids are fucking annoying. Yeah. And I'm like, the odds of raising a well adjusted rich kid are low. Yeah. Like Yeah. I'm just like I don't want my kids to be fucking assholes. right
0: I just I think about when I was younger I went to this I I think I've told you about this it was like a leadership camp basically yeah Yeah. um and I went when I was it was like a camp for like older kids so I was like 17 18 when I went right and the first year and actually the second year both took places at took place at boarding schools hosted at this very like right. elite east coast boarding school that was very much so like a
1: filter to like send kids to places like yale sure. and harvard and all those spots sure i was like oh my god all of it is real and so much worse than i thought totally when i tell you that the misogyny totally and sexism at those schools yeah. all of those schools is rampant yeah. in a way that i didn't understand
0: yeah i visited like because i made friends at that school who then mm. were students during the year yeah. i visited during the fall and there was one day where i sat down at a at a lunch table with one of the guys who i had been friends with yeah and he was like yeah you should be careful about sitting here
1: uh-uh and i was like why and he was like if you sit down here people are gonna think that we're sleeping together <gasps> no and I was like, well, I don't fucking go to this school. No, th- I feel like it's because the things that rich kids have to create to feel like they have problems yeah. are insane. Well, like, and that here's, here's what I will say, too, is that there are problems. A hundred percent.
0: But those are not the things that they talk about.
1: I have friends who grew up in like wealthy parts of right mm-hmm. outside of New York. And the stories that they tell me about their high school dynamics are are bananas it's crazy it's bananas it's crazy It's because nobody needs that much money and i sat in on some of those classes too because i was so curious yeah i was like prove to me that this education is better than the education that i'm getting at my public school well and it probably might could be sometimes i'll tell you this <laughs> it fucking wasn't really it what classes wasn't. did you sit in on i sat in on like it was like greek literature like i sat in on a history class yes yeah. you know the stuff that i was interested in it wasn't i wasn't yeah. sitting in on
0: any sort of trig
1: or anything totally like
0: that. But I was like, you guys aren't having these like hyper overly intellectual conversations that Mm. like
1: i don't have at my public school mm. but i literally when i told them i had i went to public school it was like yeah, i know totally i felt like i was in one of those like early 2000s like lifetime original movies that are, was like so racist yeah you know where like a white person would come into like an urban environment yeah. and it's all these like black and brown kids right and they're what was like that what was that one movie called about that english teacher Fucking freedom riders? No. Oh, no, I don't no. remember. But, anyways, anyways, keep going. But it was like that, where like, and they come in and they're like, "I'm throw your books away. Like we're gonna learn. Like that's how I felt uh-huh. when I told those kids that I went to
0: public school. Right? They were like, Oh right. you, you like, are you okay?' Yes, very much. So are you okay? Oh, vibes. I feel like a lot of people that I come across who have reached kind of a certain level of wealth and have reached a certain level of um, success or, or were born into that sometimes will lack like a
1: fundamental curiosity about the world. And that to me is kind of like the common thread between like, you know, someone who's living in like rural Iowa and doesn't ever want to leave their hometown versus someone who grew up in like Greenwich village Right. and is and is now living in Fidi. You know
0: what I mean where it's like there's a fundament there's a lack of curiosity yes. or like any sort of like wonder yeah. about the world around them that I feel is like inherent to who I am Percent. and inherent to like basically every friend that I have.
1: Something that I've been thinking so much about recently though mm-hmm. like is how someone like take me for example. Mm-hmm. Like with my family and with the town that I grew up in, yeah. With my ACT scores, blah blah blah, <laughs> I shouldn't really be in New York right now. Like, well, what makes uh, you say that? Well, it's just because, like you know, like so many people in my hometown stay. Mm. I didn't really like. Sure, I had parents who like encouraged me to be curious. Mm-hmm. My mom was like an was like ideal 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 all. How do I say that? Ideal. Ideologically? Oh my God, yeah. Okay. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> no, it's okay. Ideologically? Ideologically. My mom, ideologically, mm-hmm. was a bit of a liberal, mm-hmm. even though she was probably always voting. On the right. Yeah. So she did sort of raise me in a way that like got me here somehow. But Mm -hmm. I do. It's just like whenever I or just whenever I meet somebody who's uncharacteristic to the people they grew up with. Mm -hmm. Like a rich person who is uh, extremely uh, generous. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And open and and, and, and inclusive. Yes. Like, I have this one friend who comes from so much wealth. Mm -hmm. And he's just, though, he's like the most inviting, Mm -hmm. open armed Mm -hmm. person I've ever met. And I'm like, ah, like, what is it that made you that way? Yeah. Is it nature? Is it nurture? But I'm always just so curious. Yeah. And with Southern people, with people in rural areas, how do you have those like dime a dozen, those needles in the haystacks, mm-hmm. those diamonds in the rough mm-hmm. who are curious, yeah. you know, like fucking like yeah. Dolly Parton. Like who, yeah, yeah. You know, she could have just ended up like a regular Appalachian girl right. who just like stayed in the system and didn't, you know, find her way out. Right, right. I don't know. So what is it? How? What is it? What is the combination and it, and that's the yeah. truth about it is it's a combination of things yeah people sometimes make me smile and yeah feel so much love yep. and other times people make me absolutely fucking sick just so it's just weird you guys are weird it's, you guys so, are being weird you guys are being weird hey will you chill hey guys don't say that you're being real weird right now hey guys i just want to tell you something i just want to be honest yeah you're being weird and I just wanted to kind of quickly pipe in and just piggyback off of that. And I wanted to say, y'all are being weird as fuck right now, dude. <laughs> really quickly, I just wanted to jump off that topic point. <laughs> say, y'all are being strange as hell. You are presenting <laughs> in an odd and awkward presenting- manner. You're presenting in an upsetting way. You're presenting in an upsetting way. I don't know if it's the way I'm interpreting. The way you're presenting. But most certainly the foundation of your vibes is off kilter. I'm going to tell you one thing. Something is off. Something is missing the mark. And I don't think it's me. If talking to you feels like I'm on a -a tilt-a-whirl ride, something is amiss. (laughs) I'm confused right now. I'm confused. I'm a little dizzy. I'm a little dizzy. I'm a little dizzy. I can't really see straight, and I don't know if it's because what you just said to me, and like I, I ate a hot dog earlier. It's not sitting right in me. I'm not really hydrated. I'm hot. I don't know if it's because i feeling of warm right The now. hot dog itself, or because I've just been <laughs> spinning around for the past like ten minutes. But I'm, I'm feeling off. Hey, you want to? Can I tell you something I did the other day? Yeah. That I loved. Yes. So I was at that party. Yes. I was a martinian. Okay. And all these cool hot girls were there. And you know, I know that I'm pretty and I'm kind of cool. You're a cool hot girl. But, you know, they scare me. Mm. I scare me, mm. you know. <laughs> I'm scared of myself. 100%. I'll say it. I don't like me. Mm, I don't care. <laughs> <So> it's fine. <laughs> but, so I'm a I'm a martinian. And I see these cool hot girls sitting on a couch, yeah, and they're looking at pictures of a boy. And I see what they're doing; they're all debating, they're all talking about, these, yeah, this. yeah, yeah. They're deciding something. The and council is in exactly about the boy, exactly. Yeah. And so I just stick my head in there, and I go, "He is so cute." And everyone's like, <gasps> <laughs> and I really played it off somehow, yeah. Because I was like, I love that we're talking about the boy. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. who's the new boo? Who's yeah, dating him? Who's who dating him? this clown? And they were like, and I told them the story about your roommate oh my god not knowing that girls talk about all the boys yeah boys yes. or girls yes talk about them all at dinner yeah and i made them laugh and then i <gasps> walked away and oh i was like oh my god uh, you hot girls might want a little bit more of me don't you but you can't have me hello i'm gonna <laughs> tease it <laughs> and then i'm gonna leave it oh i made you laugh <laughs> <laughs> That's just something I do. Oh, I just you know do that sometimes. I just do that. It actually isn't even that important to and me. No, I don't even care what you think about me. No, I just thought maybe I'd make you laugh real quick. And now I'm gonna leave before I make it weird. <laughs> 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 I'm riding on this high my, and I'm gonna get out. My brain is screaming, run! <laughs> I'm gonna get on. While and the now I'm scared. Good. I'm now I'm scared. Yeah, I'm gonna go out on top. Okay, not gonna jump this shark. Bye. I, I bought low. I'm about to sell high. Actually. <laughs> I'm out of of here. Out of 5,000. Miss you queens already. Y'all have a great night. Do not talk to me again. I'll be scared. I'm out of cool things to say. I'm plum out. That was all I had. I'm going to go stand in the corner and feel anxious now. That's all I got. All right. I'll see ya. Bye girls. Bye (laughs) girls. You would have hated me in high school. It's crazy. You would have hated me in high school. You would have hated my fucking guts. And that's all I'm going to be thinking about the next two hours. And I'm just too aware about that. So I cannot exist right here right now. Because I know who I am. Yeah, (laughs) I know where I've been. You don't know. That's fine. And you don't need to. You only know that one anecdote. look me up on Facebook. I'm only going to give you the one. (laughs) You think I'm one of you right now and it needs to stay that way. And I'm going to keep it that way. (laughs) Before I I do anything else weird. (laughs) Bye, girls. (laughs) Bye, girls. Y'all have so much fun. Before I ruin this social interaction, I literally pranced. I pranced. I was like, oh. I was like, ah, oh. I did it. I did it. I was like, I got in the cool you girl fucking group and like I stuck, ran stuck away. the landing. Oh, I was like, yeah, I guess you guys do want to be my friend now, don't you? Bye, bye. I'm gonna go sit with the other weird girls who didn't know what to do when they first got here. <laughs> now I'm just gonna kind of stare at my hands for the next 20 minutes or so because I don't know where to put them, and it makes me feel weird and aware of it. (laughs) Merry Christmas, y'all. Love you. Love your dress. Oh, my God. Love your
0: dress. Oh, I love what you're working
1: with. (laughs) Uh, Girls, y'all look so cute right now. (laughs) Hey, what do you do when you've just met someone and they ask you for your Instagram? Oh. If it's a woman, I'll give it to them. If it's a man, I honestly am like, why? One time a guy asked me for... A Snapchat, I think, and, and I, I was like, I'm an adult woman. <gasps> no, I was like, I'm an adult woman. Why are you asking me for that? My favorite thing about Snapchat, though, mm. is that it says, Are you sure you want to abandon this masterpiece? Which is really kind. Yeah, that's gorgeous of them. I also want to ask you, any lessons learned this week? Ah, what is today? Friday, 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 yeah. Friday. Give me one good lesson and then let's. Get on topic. Mm, get on Let's topic. Let's get on topic. Now that we've been shitting chit-chatting shit. <laughs> <shitting. laughs> now that we've been shit-chatting is what we've been doing. Sorry. Now that we've been shitting. For the, <laughs> for the past 50 minutes. Bye. I thought I could skate past that verbal blunder of mine, but I couldn't. Huh. You wouldn't let me, would you? <laughs> Never. Because it's too good. I know. Because that is a little gift our I know. brain gives I us. I know. When my brain mixes shit up like that, it's always funny. Now that I'm I've been shitting saying-
0: for 50 <laughs> minutes straight.
1: <laughs> you know what my brain does all the time? Huh. I'll try to say two words and it mixes up the beginning of both of those words. Mm. So if I wanted to say like, listen, and I was trying to think of a phrase. Uh-huh. If I wanted to say, like, pink rose, yeah. it comes out rink pose. Sure. Does that happen to yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yes. A- and I look at that as a blessing. Yeah. As a sweet little beautiful. gift that God has given me. Yeah, that's gorgeous. So I love that you just said we've been shitting for 50 mm, minutes. We've been shitting for 50 minutes straight. What lesson have you learned this week? You know what? I think it is kind of similar to, like, what you were saying about the party, where you, like, you got in, you said something, and then you got out. Yeah.
0: I had an interview a this dash.
1: week. A dash. A dash. Yeah. I had an interview this week. And it was going really well. Yeah, and I was like, "This is going. This is going great." Yeah, (laughs) do you want to hire me right now? Right, (laughs) bring me on. Should we just make finalize this thing? I Uh, love being desperate. Make this official. I love love being too open. So well, I love this was too available. This was like a prime example of that. (laughs) Okay, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh, no! So what? (laughs) So I'm talking to this woman, we're getting along great, and she says, you know, thank you so much like for speaking with me. Um last question, like could you just tell me a little bit like something about you that I wouldn't read on your resume? Okay. Just like a hobby or an interest that you have. What what do you got? Yeah. And immediately I said I love YA fantasy books, <laughs> and then I followed that. Up. I didn't. I didn't. I had nowhere else to go with that. That is so delicious and specific. It's so specific, and I had nowhere else to go with it. I had nothing. No other because. Way. Do you actually love? I do. You do. Okay, gorgeous. But it was like now. Do I talk about this for the next twenty minutes? And I decided. Yeah. No, what I'm going to do is say another thing that's vulnerable about okay, me. Okay, so you said skirt let me actually change my answer and i said i said there's still time to save this and then the next thing <laughs> that came out was which is kind of parlayed into me watching dungeons and dragons uh people play dungeons and dragons online okay and then what happened i know you saved it i know you saved it how did you save it so i said that yeah and then i was like well it's out there uh-huh so then i was like it's not how we fall it's how we get back up exactly uh-huh. and what i said you? i'm about to get it Get up! The master fly. class. In this, getting up. The Phoenix is about to rise from the fucking ashes. I have dude. just set myself on All fire, right? and now I rise. And from what the ashes. happened? And what happened? And I said. That was a really vulnerable thing that I just shared with you. <laughs> I said, how about you keep that between me and you? No, cute. A little cute. secret. Did you make her laugh? Made her laugh. Delicious, delicious, delicious. And she was like, oh my God, like my boyfriend is in a DD and d campaign, blah, blah, blah. Okay, because it's actually a little bit cool right now to be into D&D. It's a little cool right now. It's a little bit cool. And so I was like, Hot I just like that. D&D right now. Hot girls love D&D. So I saved it a little bit because I was like, well, I just shared this really vulnerable thing uh-huh. that maybe could be interpreted as me being like a little bit of a freak. Sorry. I'm like dedicating hours of my life to watching people play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet. Uh, meanwhile, I have not played a game. No, you've never played. I know Never that played. I, and I know that about you. Know you know this. And I would have never outed you like that. Right. But thank you for being honest. And I was really honest, and I was like, "Why don't I just acknowledge that? <laughs> Why don't I acknowledge that this is actually a strength of mine that I'm choosing to be vulnerable with you right exactly. now?" Exactly. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Do you have like a favorite interview question? Do you like mm. Do you like the kind of interview questions that are like, "What kind of ice cream flavor are you?" Do you like those kinds of What, what, what part of a sandwich are you? I think those are always a little silly, I and so like I answer them a little silly too. <laughs> okay. So if I were to ask you the question, Meg, we're in an interview. Yeah. You're auditioning to work at auditioning. Um, <laughs> you're auditioning to be a tour guide. Two women who famously haven't had jobs in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Student, self-employed. Sorry, <laughs> you're Don't auditioning. You're auditioning for the role of tour guide. <laughs> <laughs> you you got a call back. <laughs> okay, so we're in an interview, and yeah. you're interviewing for. Uh, tour guide. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, you're, okay. you're interviewing for front desk Oh, um, of like somewhere in the financial district. Okay. Front desk worker. Oh God, I'm scared. And I ask you. Yeah. What part of a sandwich are you mm. like? <laughs> and why? I would say, what a delicious question. Of course. Little pun. <laughs> <laughs> Little pun. Small pun. Yeah. Small pun there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So what would you say? I would say... I am the salt and pepper that people add to the sandwich. You're brilliant. Because... No, I already know exactly why. That's the best answer I've ever heard. I'm never going to get in your way, but I'm making that sandwich a million times better. A little bit better. Yeah. Hey, I'm subtle. Yeah. You can have as much as me or as little as me as you want. Yeah. But it levels it up. But it elevates the sandwich. I don't have to be in center stage. Yeah. I don't have to be in the spotlight. No. I don't have to be the turkey. But... Once you start using me, you realize that I'm vital to the the process. I am integral to that sandwich. What would you say you are? Well, of course, as soon as I asked, I started thinking about what I would be. Of course. (laughs) You said, I've asked the question, now let me answer it. No, I'm thinking (laughs) about what I would answer. The thing that image just that just flashed into my mind was that scene in 30 Rock when <gasps> Jenna Maroney is trying to listen to Kenneth and she's singing in her head and she's like, "I'm such a good listener. <laughs> I'm the most beautiful woman hey. in the world." <laughs> Who do you identify with most on 30 Rock? Oh my god. That's a really good question. That's a tough question now that I th- cuz you can kind of probably see yourself a little bit in everyone. Yeah. Mm. I mean, Liz is such an asshole. I like to think that I'm not as much of an <laughs> asshole as Liz. You want to know something about me? Hmm. I, when I was in high school, I both read Yes Please and Tina Fey's bossy M- pants. pants Exactly, I read I did the both. same thing, and I was like, so badly. I wish I was a Tina Fey. Yeah. I wish I was kind of like a. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like bitchy, like yeah. head writer. Da yeah, da, da, girl. yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like a. Yeah. Girl, yeah, but I'm so a uh, yes, please girl. Mm. I'm so mm. uh, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 I get that. But I always wanted to be a Tina Fey, mm. but I'm an Amy Poehler. Womp, womp, but and actually, not womp, okay. womp because Amy Poehler is incredible. Womp, womp. What would I be in a sandwich? Mm-hmm. I think I would be the tomato, beautiful because you don't need me in every sandwich, mm. and not everybody loves a tomato. But the people who love a tomato cannot get enough of it. Love a tomato. I would also maybe say I would be, if I'm thinking realistically. Mm -hmm. (laughs) As opposed to that kind of fantastical thinking that you had earlier (laughs) regarding the tomato. If I'm thinking realistically (laughs) about what part of a sandwich I would be realistically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me think about who I am. If we're kind of grounding ourselves in realism (laughs) right now. If we're coming back down to earth from that fucking tomato business that we were talking about earlier high in the sky head in the clouds type shit exactly dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah let me just get down to earth real quick okay yeah i wouldn't be the bread okay i would not be the lettuce okay never i would never even suggest i bread. would never be the lettuce no lettuce is flimsy Ugh. no lettuce is weak it's always a little wilted in a sandwich <laughs> too i don't know what i would be dude. <laughs> i'm like what holds it together mm. kind of the bread But I don't like to be on the outside. What about Uh, the sauce? I like to be smack dab in the middle of it. I know. I was kind of thinking I'd be mayonnaise. But then I'm like, mayonnaise is gross. (laughs) Mayonnaise is gross. You know what, though? I love mayonnaise, but mayonnaise is kind of gross. Even if you love it, you know it's kind of gross. But you need need mayonnaise in a sandwich sometimes. I mean, I love mayonnaise on a sandwich. Hey, what's your favorite kind of sandwich, though? So I make this sandwich a lot, and I really like it. It is sourdough bread. Mm Mm-hmm. Drizzle a little bit of olive oil on the mm. on that bad boy toasted. Obviously, I love olive oil and bread. Yeah. Okay. Toast a little bit. Yeah. Then I get some camembert cheese. Okay. Which is kind of like a sharp brie. Uh huh. Um. Spread that on. Uh huh. Then, uh, two slight two slices of green apple Mm,
0: yeah salt
1: and pepper on the green apple yes 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 prosciutto on top yes oh god so good sourdough on top delicious it's gorgeous so easy to make and so to make that for me one day oh I absolutely will it's this it's like the sandwich that I eat when I it's all the fixings that I have are always that and if I think about what part of that sandwich that I am I'd like to say I'm the apple I think you're the apple too yeah Mm mm-hmm So maybe, you know, it depends for me. What kind of sandwich are we talking? Right. And maybe that's what the interview question should be. Yeah. Let's say you're a grilled cheese.
0: What are you? I mean, good question. You
1: know, let's say you're an old school American cheeseburger. Right. What are you? Yeah. It kind of depends on the sandwich, doesn't it? It really depends. I had one more thing I wanted to tell you before we got into it for reals. Okay. I guess I should let it go. Maybe you'll come back
0: to it. I'll let it fly. Yeah. Let's start this bad boy over. (laughs) Host Mode Meg tuning in here to say thanks for listening to our final voice memo before season two. Season two is dropping next Thursday, February 1st, and oh my goodness, are we excited for this season. We have some incredible guests, some incredible episodes, a lot of which are in direct response to some questions that you all asked us on our Instagram at phoneafriend.pod. If you want to follow us, then you can. We are so amped to see you all for season two, so get excited get loud get crazy get stupid because it's coming baby okay love you bye